0: Ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive Jay and Brian.
1: Good afternoon and welcome to yet another edition of the Other Ground Live, a podcast that is definitely not done in the back of my house. Uh (laughs) Um passive J. Over there's Ryan. Uh say hello, Ryan.
2: Hi there, you boot boot licking shit fucks. I can't talk today. We're already going oh. down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I see we have the OG army already kicking it in the chat box. How are you guys doing tonight today? today? And there we go, it's officially White Claw time, we can start the show. Uh, let's see, we don't have any special guests planned today, but hopefully we'll get some callers, we always seem to. Uh, Ryan, uh, how'd your day go today?
2: You know, not too bad, I thought we fired you though yesterday.
1: No, yeah, well yeah, I, yeah <laughs> we did have a, a professional MMA fighter, uh, Serena De Jesus, is that how you say it now? Or, or DeJesus. Jesus. The Hey Zeus, okay, um, on yesterday, uh, and she was really entertaining, everyone seemed to like her, and apparently the belief is that she'd do a way, w- excuse me, a way better job than I would, which is apparent just now. Um, so she's always more than welcome to come back and be on the show anytime. Uh, I'm actually going to talk to her about seeing about the next time she wants to come on, since everyone seemed to like her. Um, I just want
2: to know how you like mess up your own
1: friend's name well i've never actually had someone tell me her last name before i've uh i don't i don't have uh ufc fight pass or anything like that so i've never seen any of her fights live and when i so when i go to watch them i just skip to the part where she's fighting so i've never heard any of her intros live and when i met her it was hi this is serena you know serena softball i've never never heard her name spoken out loud so that's how i fucked up her last name
2: (laughs) yeah it's just not acceptable jay
1: what can I say? Apparently I'm a fagoon. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's a wonderful insult. I'm not quite sure what it means. It was left on the uh, Instagram of my wife uh, last night. Apparently somebody uh, doxed me enough to track her down and, and felt strongly in, uh, enough about their dislike of me to throw insults her way and try to make her feel bad, which worked. Thanks guys. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but uh, she did thought she did think fagoon was a really funny insult uh she, that was toward me not toward her they had they had plenty to say toward her which was horrible and not kind at all uh but she said fagoon was an uh, amusing insult and she thought their spelling and vernacular was atrocious so she, she's like they made me feel bad but kind of superior at the same time <laughs> that was her comment
2: <laughs> and just like who who actually does that sort of thing I don't like know. i don't get that who does that
1: I mean, I could, you know, I can understand people not liking me. And that's one thing. Uh, I, if you want to keep it to the internet and call me names, that's fine, but don't dip into my personal life and certainly don't dip into my wife's. I mean, you know, really, realistically speaking, I've never done nothing to nobody. Uh, and she is a one step away from that. She's never done nothing to nobody. Nobody. She's the nicest person I know. I mean, she married me basically. Cause she probably felt sorry for me. She's never said it, but I, that's my guess. Really? Um, <laughs> So, I mean, she, this is this lady uh, talks to strangers walking down the street. Oh, hi, good morning. How are you doing? Uh, there's an old man across the street, a uh, nice old guy. She makes sure she brings his uh, garbage from uh, the back of his house out to the curb on garbage day and brings it back. Uh, and grabbed his mail and shit. You know, she checks if our neighbors to make sure they need anything when she, you know during this all this bullshit. When she goes to the store, she's a snoop, super nice lady. She doesn't deserve to be uh, called names just because she was had the misfortune of marrying me. Although they did the, uh, recommend that uh, uh, she divorce me, so which was good advice. But likely she's not going to listen to that part of it.
2: Well, that and how do they give her half of nothing? I mean, you know. Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you know, and they were specific enough that it was obviously not only that they uh know who she was, they'd paid attention to my stories. It wasn't like uh, a random new guy that had decided he was pissed off at me, like they knew how many times she'd been married, uh, which I had mentioned, I think, once uh, in a story. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, they knew that she worked at the same place I work, which doesn't surprise me that much. That's fairly common knowledge, but the number of times she's been married before me was like. I think told once in a story about a year and a half ago or two years ago or something like that. So whoever this guy is, he's been keeping track of me for quite a while and in, in fair detail. So that's not disturbing or creepy at all. Is it?
2: Yeah. It seems like the sociopath quotients kind of creeping up lately. We have that, which makes no sense considering there's an entire voicemail. People can call in and talk shit to you. Yeah. There's yeah. we a
1: day. They could do the same thing yeah we need to advertise that more obviously. Maybe it'd be more therapeutic for people just to call in and say their shit to me on a voicemail rather than putting it on the internet. I don't know maybe well, even, maybe not.
2: They even fuck with the army like if you look in the threads, you have like these weird like strings of every post in the podcast thread is voted down once right. generally by someone that has like twelve total posts ever and has never been in any thread any single person has been in.
1: Right, which is amazing because 90% of the forum doesn't even know how to check the downvotes, and the rest of them don't care. So if it, it, downvoting someone is about as anonymous as you can get on that uh, forum. So if you feel the need to make an account just to go around and downvote people, I don't really know what that says, but it's nothing good, right? Well,
2: then just like who does that? who just follows yeah. someone around clicks a button knowing that it, it really doesn't even do anything. Yeah. Like what do they do? Just sit there in their house. like <laughs> I clicked a button.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't speak on that. Although uh, it's funny. Cause you know, at one point we had a uh, system where you instead of vote down up voting and down. Okay. It, it was the old system. You could upvote and downvote people. Uh, but it showed on their personal profile as opposed to on individual posts. Do you remember that?
2: Yeah. I remember the old system.
1: Yeah. 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 Before I, I got over of my information and, uh, poisoned the well, so to speak, uh, I had a very high, uh, upvote, uh, uh total altogether, uh, like 5,000 or 6,000 or something like that. Uh, not like within the top 10 of the site, I think hockey was number one with like 40,000 or 50,000 or some shit like that. Uh, but most people had like a couple hundred, and uh, so I, I was, I was actually kind of glad to see uh, that uh, system go away before people decide they didn't like me because it'd be scary to see what my downvote uh, total would be now. huh?
2: Uh, I'm sure it would only be you know three to four digits in the in the in the red.
1: Right, right. And then looking at the chat box, uh, let me see roll to see if I miss anything because I am promised to try to better try to pay better attention to the chat box during the show. Uh, let's see, but every time you guys speak, I, 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 what happens is I'm trying to roll up and see what has been speaking about, but every time someone posts, it bounces me right back to the bottom again, so I can only see, realistically speaking, the last four or five comments. And the more active you guys are, the harder it is for me to read it. Which is not your fault, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Uh, so let's see. And oh, know hey, Jay rock and
2: can't read and you know,
1: right, right. Read I, and speak I at
2: the same time. It's too okay.
1: Difficult. Okay, that is true. I can read and I can speak, and if if I am reading what I'm speaking, I can do that too. But it's kind of hard to read one thing and speak another one. I I, I admit that's a uh, weakness of mine. That might just be everybody though. I'm not sure if that's me. You could, I don't
2: know. You could... I, I think you could probably just work on it. Like, I can generally keep up with chats. Just generally, they're not saying a whole lot to repeat.
1: Well, generally, you ain't saying shit. So, yeah, it's a little bit easier for you to do it, I'm sorry to say. You know, I'm I'm well, that's trying my to, story to, is Like,
2: So, if I'm going to tell a story, it's going to have like a noticeable beginning, middle, and end. And they don't just generally drone on
1: for eight minutes at a time. It's so like to stay concise, yeah. you know, hit
2: a point here, hit a point there, not put anyone to sleep.
1: You're getting a little uh, uh, staticky again. I'm not sure if it's because you're angry, uh, so it's going to be like you know, Bruce Banner and you're going to hulk out and the first thing that goes is your voice or if you have uh, problems with your connection again. Uh, I think it's all your fault. I think you have problems with your connection again. Why don't you get the fuck out of here and I'll take the show over all by myself. You might come back later. You might not. We don't know. It might be a solo show now. You might have pissed me off for the last goddamn time. Or or maybe I really need you because I'll run out of shit to say in about two minutes. But either way, you should probably try uh, logging out and logging back in. It seems to work pretty good. Okay, I guess he did. He stopped speaking anyway, so uh, that we got what we wanted either way, right, guys? <laughs> uh, now, uh, we I do have a couple topics, uh, mostly recycled ones from other days that we never got around to. Uh, I still want to hear you guys' stories about your local band stuff because I know everyone has them. Yeah, I'm speaking of like when you're in your 20s and maybe early 30s or, hey, even your 40s if you're a partier, uh, when you went to the bars and saw local bands or if you were more heavily in the band scene. I can speak about that a little bit just because I was uh, uh, friends with a whole bunch of people in the local band scene. So I went to lots of concerts and met lots of local bands. Uh, it helped that I was trying to get into radio, so I had you know a little more in than the average person but mostly it's because a lot of my friends were in bands. Oh, I see uh, Ryan managed to make it back. Uh, You sounding any better, sir? Nope, not at all. No, you sound great. You sound awesome. Well, you sound like you, so (laughs) as good as you're going to (laughs) get. So did you hear I was talking about the the local band uh, topic that we never really got around to speaking about last time?
2: Yeah, where you became best friends with Ace of Base.
1: Ace of Base. (laughs) no but it does remind me of another funny story Uh, I had a friend that uh, not a friend, my dad had a friend uh, that uh, went to Russia looking for a uh, mail order bride so he spent a, uh, a lot of time in, in Europe, and one of the times he came back, he was super-duper excited about this new band that he had discovered. He wanted to have my dad listen to, and it was Ace of Bass, and it was a good like six months or a year before I ever heard of him like, on, on the radio or on MTV or anything like that. But my dad at the time was like a mid-45-year-old construction worker uh, who listened listen to mostly country music. Uh, Ace of Bass wasn't his thing, and it was really funny watching his buddy Ron trying to tell him it was this awesome fucking music. <laughs>
2: How do you have a story about Ace of Base? Goddamn!
1: Well, you know what? I got a story about almost everything, uh, even if I have to make the goddamn thing up. <laughs> but no, that's a true story. Uh, Ron was quite the character. He he got a uh, a pretty severe head wound uh, while he was in the military, and it put him on like 90% disability or some shit like that. So he was always kind of a strange fella. Uh, but he had you know a lot of time on his hands, so he he was always bugging my stepdad uh we would we'll leave really long voicemail messages on his phone because my dad would never answer the phone because of him. Um, he's kind of like a stalker he, my dad was good friends with him but ron would take up your entire, entire day talking to you if you let him
2: um, you know i know a guy like that
1: yeah yeah I mean, she, I mean a really great guy but man could he talk and talk and talk and talk
2: he has a wookiee <laughs> suit he can't yeah. shovel <laughs>
1: Well, well, I'm you supposed know, to be twenty-three
2: hours right? a day to prepare for a podcast and doesn't hey. do it until the last ninety minutes.
1: Hey, well, you know, everyone's gonna have their traditions, and I didn't even really prepare it. This is the only subject we've got. I'm gonna have to go back into the OG and see if they have anything else for us, because this this band thing is about it. And oh, although luckily we haven't actually talked about it, um, you never said anything. I mean, so you never you're not didn't go out and see local bands at all or any shit like that.
2: Not a bunch. So like, kind of like 18 to like 25 ish. I did a lot of security at concerts. Right. Right. I didn't go to a bunch of concerts like outside of it. Um, I did tell the story where I kicked the shit out of the original drummer for Slipknot. Uh, but beyond that, not a lot of, not a lot of stories about bands.
1: Mm, Uh, my buddy, uh, Sly dog, great guy, by the way, um, is on the chat box asking about a local club called clutch cargoes. Clutch cargoes is a, uh, Night was a nightclub in Pontiac, uh, downtown Pontiac, which is a a shitty sound, a shitty city in in Michigan. Jeez, I can't speak today. Um, back in the '90s, it originally started off as a, a church of all things, a big gothic-looking church. Uh, but in the '90s, for some reason or another, it closed down, and someone bought it and turned it into a nightclub called Clutch Cargo's. And it was pretty badass. It was like three or four different stories, like the main dance floor on the bottom, worth the stage on the main floor, and then like two or three floors of like big balconies on the sides with like little side rooms that you can go in. Like three different bars, and uh, that's the band, That's the place where I saw. Uh, I told a story about seeing the Red Hat Chili Peppers it was at Clutch Cargo's. Um, it was. It's a great place to see a show. It's very small. Like it, for watching a show, you're going to get like maybe a thousand people people in there, so it's fairly intimate. Uh, strangely enough though, about 10 years ago, it went out of business as a nightclub and a church bought it and turned it back into a church. So it's now a church again. I mean, I can only imagine how many sins were committed in that place, but apparently it's a holy ground again. So there you well, go.
2: Aren't most churches pretty much a breeding ground for that sort of thing anyway?
1: What sin? I don't know. I've never been in a church that was a functioning as a church before, so I don't have any experience of that.
2: Well, here's my the parents. whole you know, Catholic priest thing. I thought you'd be pretty up to, up to speed with them.
1: <laughs> no, no. I've never been to a church service. I've never been to a church while I was active or anything like that. Uh, my parents were not religious as far as I know. I'm sure their parents were religious, and my parents were probably brought up religious, but we never had a conversation about religion. Uh, we never went to church. Uh, it just wasn't spoken about. I really couldn't tell you what my parents' beliefs were, to be honest with you. We never had a conversation about it, so I don't really have much in a way of beliefs one way or another. So what led you to Scientology? Scientology. Okay. I don't, I believe that that's bullshit. So I guess I do have some beliefs. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, you know, I, I'm mostly, I, when people try to pin me down, I tell them I'm agnostic. Uh, agnostic is a pretty broad umbrella. Uh, it, but it basically means that you're religious beliefs do not fit into any of the traditional belief systems um in my case it means that i believe that there's probably something out there but i have no clue what it is and i'm not going to worry about it i'm going to find out one way or another either way so why stress about it so So
2: basically the church of blissful ignorance
1: yeah yeah pretty much (laughs) (laughs) i mean i try to be a good person anyway so it's not like it me my belief in heaven or hell is going to affect that um but I've never really just never really stressed out about it. I figured just do what you're going to do and what happens happens. So I don't, I don't need God to tell me I have to be a good person. Some parts about that. That's uh, about organized religion bothered me in that case. Yeah. You know, some people are like, Oh God says, do this. God says, don't do that. I'm like, well, shouldn't you know that anyways? <laughs> I mean, that's the type of people that scare me The the ones that seem like if they didn't have a religion to hold them back, they'd be really horrible fucking people. <laughs>
2: See, different people have different crutches. Like your crutch is generally some sort of weird medical condition that keeps you from being able to do something. These people, their crutch is a book that tells them to be a good person; otherwise, they're tempted not to be.
1: Mm, right, right, I, which I can right. understand. Uh, you know, like you said, everyone's got their thing. You know, mine is seething with frustration at my co-host. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but it, but the it makes you, all it, you want. I, but it makes I'm me the feel bad here okay i see how you're doing <laughs> um so i mean but back on subject uh, um i could talk about uh, djc <laughs> and uh there you go okay well that i will do so i'm gonna do this we, we talked about this already didn't we though we talked about djc i believe we a did little bit. we were could trying
2: you... to set up a rap battle and then like you just spent silence
1: oh uh, well you know I'll, I'll be honest with you because I don't think you guys are going to be nice to him, and he is a friend of mine, and I think it hurt his feelings if I brought him on here. Uh, I don't know how seriously he takes his own rap career, but he's been doing it for a long time, so I assume at least semi-seriously. And obviously, like I said, I don't listen to rap, so I don't really have an opinion on his music. Uh, but obviously, you guys have a low opinion of it, and I don't want to hurt his feelings. So if I thought we could bring him on here and have a fun time, you know, if you doing a rap battle with him, I would, but I don't think we i don't think it would go fun i think it'd be mean
2: well no what you do is you have him put together like a three minute or so like dis record against me i'll follow up with one then you can bring him on the show to discuss
1: right right but you know but everyone i don't know if the chat maybe if the chat box can be nice enough you know because obviously he'll be reading that on the show, and if the chat box is all about what a fucking horrible rapper he is, your guys' words not mine. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it. Yeah, you know, he, once he's again, he's a
2: juggalo, he's right? Mine. They're supposed to like be able to like take you know, yeah, well, yeah. shit thrown at him and wash it down with some Fago.
1: I don't know why you guys think you guys can just step up to DJC level right away. Anyways, there should be rap battles before you get to him. I'm sure there's other people on the OG that want to rap. You should have some of them on. No, like, this uh, guy's like hilarious the talking about like, that.
2: Yeah, and there's and there's just plenty of ammo even looking at the guy. It's hilarious. Oh,
1: see, that's what exactly what I'm talking about. Why would I bring a friend on for you to make fun of You know, it's bad enough you make fun of me. I can take it. I'm a big boy, but I'm not going to subject one of my friends to that. So you you're end saying up he lot, can't hang? Is is you know, that what you, you're saying? You end up with a lot less friends that way, you know that, right? <laughs> you saying he's
2: too fragile to? Uh, I don't stand up know. Like it. a man,
1: I'm sure he he could stand up like a man. I don't want to require him to. So, yeah, there you go. He's Team he's going to get into Rond. Uh, Team Evil Bad Guy has a really good idea. He says AC hey, Mike raps, doesn't he? Why don't you write, Why don't you uh, challenge him to a rap battle?
2: If he wants to do an internet rap battle, we can do it. It's just DJC would be a lot funnier because there's just there's so much material there.
1: Hmm. Ah, you, you'd love him if he's on. He's a great guy. But like I said, maybe I'll maybe I'll see if I can get him on if you guys aren't too mean to him. Got to promise so.
2: <laughs> I don't know. It is a juggalo. Like, I, I don't know how much I'll be able to hold back there.
1: Well, you know what? Uh, I see Sly Dog's talking on the um, chat box, so I want to address something. Um. He was going to come on the show today. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of that or not. Uh, He didn't. He didn't because of the shit that went down with my wife today and last night. Um, And I don't blame him, really. Uh, I don't know how much you guys know about Sly. Uh, But the reason that he's not coming on the show isn't because he's shy or even because he's worried about himself being doxxed, really. Uh, the reason that sly doesn't want to be uh, on the show now is because he has family and relatives that will be killed if fucking people on the in the Middle East find out where they are um, <laughs> I mean you know uh, I, I'm not sure how you guys are how much sure you're aware of his history but you know um, he is from the Middle East and you know shit gets crazy over there uh, in between that And, you know, uh, I imagine immigration thing and ice and people being sent back over to be killed because, you know, that that's why a lot of them are here. He just doesn't want to fuck with it. It's he doesn't want to endanger his family. And there's and they could be endangered in several different ways just by someone publicly saying who he who he is and where he is. So I don't blame him. Uh, And but that's what that's what the the assholes fucked up for the show, Uh, because he's got some great stories and I would love to have him on.
2: Okay, from here forward, anybody that calls in, their name is Robert Paulson.
1: <laughs> now, obviously, most people don't have to about worry about being doxxed just because you come on the show. Uh, unless you're a famous person, the average person is not going to figure out who you are by your voice unless they are know who you are already. Uh, and Sly so would probably be okay. I'm um, the 99% chance that he'd be okay. But when the stakes are that serious, I totally understand him not wanting to take that one percent chance. So. Uh but every, everyone else, you guys are fine. Come on. on, You know, no, no nothing bad's gonna happen. No one's gonna be able to figure out who you are just because you talked to passive J on the show. I mean, you know, goddamn how many people you think are listening to this thing, right? <laughs> so Ryan we're uh, up to
2: like 47,000, I thought. Well dude,
1: I'll be honest if you had dipped a little bit. Uh it went down to forty three thousand. I don't I don't know why. So we're, 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 I know we're gonna have to work on that. Uh but you know, that's fine. It's fine. You know, I can handle only having tens of thousands of adoring fans. Uh,
2: <laughs> we need to hit a million. I need that goddamn sponsorship.
1: Oh, I know. So you're getting sponsored by white claw. I'm not quite sure what I want to get sponsored by yet. It's a, uh, it's quite the dilemma. You have to make wise choices when, when sponsorship comes up, you know, you you're don't want to be sponsored by the federal government. Oh, that's just mean. <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't want to be the guy that's sponsored uh, by condom depot, you know, or something like that. You want to get a good sponsorship
2: fuck that. They send me a grand. I'll put that on a t-shirt and wear it.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, me too, but that, that, that wouldn't be my first choice. (laughs) Um, I mean, you know, I don't want it to be the live underground sponsored by Fleshlight, which sponsored a surprising amount of podcasts back in the day. I mean, lots of, lots of shows got their start being sponsored by uh, Fleshlight. So there's nothing wrong
2: with that. Like whoever wants to throw some money, like as long as they're not some like underhanded business, that's going to fuck everybody over. Like, why
1: not? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'll take on I'll take on the sponsorships. I don't I mean, that's probably the best way to do a show. I don't want to, you know, people are like, yo, know, you can charge on two Patreons and charge people for special content or you know, uh charge a certain thing for your show or do subscriptions. I'm like, podcast eh, eh, podcasts should be free. If you're gonna make money on a podcast, just throw like one or two small commercials in there. That's that's the way it's done. Don't try to make people buy subscriptions and shit like that.
2: We're still waiting for Jay gonna give it to you. Oh, you know, I totally forgot I was supposed to do that. I
1: need to write that down someplace. Yeah, you know, it I'm was like, like four days ago. How I know. Do you forget these things, uh, dude. I barely remember what I had for dinner, and that was like an hour ago. You may well, need to
2: just chill a little bit on the smoking because your short-term memory is going to shit.
1: Oh, it's always been the <laughs> shit, dude. That's <laughs> this is not new. <laughs> All right, well, you know, And while well, I'm looking up the lyrics as we as we speak. Let's see if you like jay gonna give it to you fuck wait get, well, fuck you wait getting on your own jay gonna d- deliver it to you i don't think i'm gonna be good at this wow <laughs> reading
2: aloud is is not your strong suit
1: well no I, you gotta give me you know you gotta give me a second normally when i do uh um voiceovers i read it over a couple times in my head i don't just fucking just start talking uh i just want start talking one take so good? we're good no. Oh, God. No, 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 no. Uh, well, I mean, I, sometimes it depends on how I'm doing it. When you're doing live reads, you basically have to uh, do it in one take or one or two takes. Uh, you can't just do it over and over again. They're, they'll get annoyed with that. Um, so you try to do as much of it as you can in one take. So, uh, But when I'm doing it at home, I do it sentence by sentence. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll say like one or two sentences, stop. If if I fucked up a word, go back, record those one or two sentences, and then do that for the entire spot, uh, bit by bit, and then send them all the bits, which most uh, people I work with like, because that way they have it all in little bits so they can fuck with and do whatever they like with. Um, but when you're doing it live in a studio, they prefer you just to try to do as much of one take as possible, because that's easier for them, obviously.
2: Well, yeah. Any engineer would rather you just knock it out in one take and call it Right, ahead. right,
1: right that I do admit that was really bad. I don't know why. I mean, it's probably because I was trying to think it, in my, say it in my head at the same time. But it'd be like Jay gonna give it to you, fuck waiting for you to get it on your own. Jay gonna deliver it to you. See, okay, on so, a tricycle. Yeah, on a tricycle. <laughs> he doesn't actually, he doesn't actually say X O that much. Just in a little bit in the lyrics, huh? I'll, I just be say, be say, I just, I will just be saying, Jay gonna give it to you. Huh? He's gonna give it to you a whole bunch of times, really. So Yeah, but I'm you'll
2: not... also be doing like your DDR dance moves and playing hacky sack.
1: Uh, <laughs> you have way more faith in my abilities than I than I do. I'm not sure if I can do any of those, much less all three at the same time.
2: Well, it's not all three at the same time. It's like you're gonna lay the vocals mm-hmm. and then you're gonna record it via video of you just you know lip syncing it while playing some hacky sack and then some other, you know, scenes of you DDRing like a fool. In a Wookiee
1: suit. I do have to I do have to break the Wookiee suit out. It's been sitting in my basement on the stairs for like a year or two. I'm afraid to look at it, to be honest with you. I had a flood in. I'm 90% certain that it was didn't get wet. <laughs> but I'm afraid to look at it and find out that my Wookiee suit's ruined. Hopefully it's not.
2: If you ruin that Wookiee suit, like, there's going to be hell to pay.
1: Yeah, like I said, it wasn't nearly as impressive as I would hope for. The, the mask on it was sucky and all that good shit. But what I, what I've been doing for the last couple of years, actually, is uh, looking for a werewolf mask that is the same color, because I think that would match up well. And then all of a sudden, you, you know, just put on the Wookiee suit, the werewolf mask, and then a pair of pants and a shirt, and all of a sudden, you're the wolf man.
2: See your ideas, I don't know. I yeah.
1: just don't know. Oh, speaking of ideas, I have a, a new hobby, which I'm very happy about. I just actually
2: have a hobby? What is it?
1: Yes. Well, I just acquired this hobby like an hour ago, but I'm pretty happy about it. Uh, I was looking on the uh, OG, uh, and someone started talking about their new hobby, uh, which is magnetic fishing. Have you ever seen this?
2: No. What is magnetic fishing?
1: Well, magnetic fishing is when you take a rope and a really powerful magnet, and you go places and drop it in the water and try to pull things out.
2: So basically, it's like metal detector morons, but in
1: water. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Well, see, it was funny because I read their article. I said, oh, that'd be kind of fun. Uh, Not the article, the thread where some guy was talking about it. I thought to myself, that'd be kind of fun, but I don't really go any places that are like that. I mean, living in Michigan, there's lakes all over the place. Boating is a very popular sport. So there's all kinds of places I could do that, but it's not places I normally go. So I was telling my wife about that. I said, it looks like it'd be fun. but I go, but I'm not going to order it because really, you know, we don't go to any of those places. I mean, you know, we don't fish or anything like that. And we don't have a boats. And she's like, well, I love fishing. I'm like, really? You like fishing? She goes, yeah, I've got a, a rod and reel downstairs in the basement. I'm like, no shit. I go, well, well there you go. And next thing you know, I had a new hobby. So, uh, I ordered it. It was remarkably cheap. And, uh, when it comes next week, me and the wife are going to go fishing. She's going to go real fishing and I'm going to go magnet fishing. We'll see what kind of stuff I
2: can pull up. You didn't even know your wife
1: liked to fish. No, we never, never had the conversation. Okay. Then I don't know if you like to fish. (laughs) Never had the conversation. We're also not married. Well, that's fine. But what I'm saying is it's not, I mean, I don't, we've only been married for uh, three years and I've been dating about six or seven altogether between date and a marriage. So I don't know everything about her. Yeah.
2: So it just so. never came up like, Hey, what are your hobbies?
1: No, not, not like that. I mean, no, I mean, I'm sure it's not like, um, like one of her huge hobbies. Otherwise she would have bugged me to go fishing. Uh, but I guess she, she assumed that, uh, I didn't like fishing, which she was correct. Um, and it's not a huge enough thing for it to go by herself. So it never got brought up. So we're going to try it. There's all kinds of lakes around our house. Um, some of them aren't suitable or like the little rivers, but I'm guessing I'm going to have to find places where they put boats and docks and things mostly, or where you can fish off a dock. That's where the vast majority of stuff is going to be a, you can't just like go to the random side of a lake and throw the magnet and hope to pull something out.
2: So do you like being on boats or like jet skis or anything like that? Or are you scared of those too?
1: Uh, no, it depends on the boat. Uh, my, my buddy had a, a ski boat. That was kind of cool. Uh, although I wasn't a really big fan of getting dragged behind it. Like some people were like on inner tubes and such. I didn't like getting the high speed water in my face. Um, and I couldn't stand up. So that was straight out. I would actually like to have a, a house on a lake, but, uh, my style would probably be more like a pontoon boat. That'd be nice, That'd be a good time floating out on the, on the pontoon boat. Yeah. You know, yeah. Chilling.
2: So magnet fishing in Michigan. Let us know how many uh,
1: needles you find. (laughs) I'm hoping to pull up some handguns that I can restore and sell.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's probably going to be something very short-lived as well. I I can't see you taking the time to understand the inner workings of a gun and how to properly restore it.
1: Oh, no, no, no. When I say restore and sell, I mean give to somebody to restore and sell. (laughs) Not me personally. Uh, Jesus. Jesus. but I am surprised. I mean, it's a nine hundred and twenty-five pound rated uh, magnet that was part of the package. It's a magnet a uh, hundred feet of eight millimeter? I think they said the high strength nylon rope, um, a container of Loctite, because I assume when you put the carbiner over the uh, magnet, you want to Loctite it shut so it doesn't accidentally come unscrewed. Mm-hmm. And then what I the also fuck is ra- a carbiner? Carbiner. I might be saying it wrong. The the clasp thing. Carabiner carabiner is that how you say that well once again i learn learn a new word every day yesterday it was jesus today it's carabiner holy shit um uh, but you supposedly supposedly you're supposed to lock tight uh, that sucker shut so it doesn't come open on you um and i also read in one of the reviews that it's a good idea to take some uh, uh waterproof tape and wrap up the carabiner afterwards so you don't get like a, a branch or something stuck in it to snag up your magnet uh uh, but I'm not sure why you need a 925 pound magnet. But that was the that was the rating that they put for uh, for the package. I mean, you know, clearly, the great thing is,
2: is you're going to get that magnet and you're going to end up getting it stuck to something, and you won't be able to get it off. From one, you'll have s- an awesome thread from it.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it might it might happen. It, it, you know, like the guy was telling me, the guy on the thread was talking about how he bought this uh, this 900 p- uh, pound or whatever one he got to rec- recover the 300 pound one that he lost. <laughs> I, I don't know if the, if the rope broke or something, but so he was, he was by actually buying that magnet to recover the old magnet. Uh, but for what I understand, if you get it caught on something uh, that's too heavy, like if I got it caught on like the hood of a car or something like that, it will. if you pull it to the side, it'll slide and come off. It's uh, you need to pull stuff directly up to get it to come up really. But if you pull it to the side, it'll normally come off. Yeah. When I'm thinking
2: I, more yeah. of just you kind of walking around with it in everyday life and you getting it stuck to something ridiculous.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty funny uh, yeah from what I understand you need to be careful with it you can fuck up a finger pretty easy it's a really strong magnet you know 925 pounds is a lot of weight
2: if you lose an appendage from that magnet like <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not going to say it would be awesome but it would be an awesome story <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I guess it would yeah for other people yeah anything's an awesome story if you uh, look at it from the right angle I've got a a friend, well, friend of a friend, friend's cousin who uh, shot his finger off uh, with a pistol. Uh, Great story for most people. For him, not so much. Uh.
2: Yeah, see, I'd slightly disagree because some of the stories you tell are that they're not great to anyone. They're just kind of depressing.
1: Well, you know, I can only speak on what I know. If my life has been depressing, well, I'm sorry. I apologize.
2: It's okay. It's all going to turn around with a very powerful magnet.
1: We have a very powerful magnet. That's right. I'm going to attract positivity to my life instead of negativity unless I turn it the wrong way.
2: Although it is funny that that's going to be your hobby. We've talked about all these other things like learning to restore a car or, you know, properly playing an instrument. And You come up with, hey, I'm going to get a magnet. And I'm going to throw it in a body of water and see what it sticks to.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not gonna be my only hobby, but that looks seemed like a uh it was a cheap way to be able to spend time with my wife, which I'm always looking for. Uh I love her to death, uh, but we don't have a lot in common as far as interests and stuff, girl. So it's hard to find things to spend time together doing. Uh, I mean, I don't like any of the T V shows that she likes. Uh she doesn't like any of the shit that I like. Um I'm so, to be honest, I'm surprised that we're married sometimes. I guess it's the opposites attract sort of thing. Um I don't know how common that is because it's my first marriage, but with my parents, they spent very little time together. My my mom was in the either cleaning the house or doing something in the kitchen, and if she had spare time, she was watching like her soap operas on TV. My dad, if he wasn't at work, was probably in the garage fucking with something and drinking. Um, Later in life, when he stopped drinking and fucking around in the garage, he sat in the basement and watched his own shows. So they would like they were maybe an hour or two in the evening, but most days no. Uh, but I don't know if that's common or not. That's the only experience I have with uh, parents.
2: Yeah. If you guys have that little in common, this fishing thing may completely blow up. I think the chat might be on the right track with this one. You guys being alone out there for four or five hours at a time with nothing else, but your own thoughts. That could be bad.
1: We have phones. We'll be fine. Well, you got to remember, we, we spent a lot of time together separated by like a room or two. You know, uh, we have the same days off now that we didn't used to, but now we do that cause she's working at the same place as I am. And we have spent a lot of time together recently. Uh, we've actually spoken that we, we know at least that when we retire that we'll be able to handle each other cause we've already spent considerable time, uh, off alone <laughs> with each other. Um, you, you that, actually think you're going to make it to retirement no, no, I'm gonna die away before that. Okay, <laughs> but, but it's like that. It's nice to have fantasies, uh, and it's funny because I'm betting that some people are realizing right now that retirement might not be the happy thing they were looking forward to because they're spending all kinds of time with their spouse that they haven't before. Everyone spent like a week or two with their spouse on vacation and all that good stuff. Not many people uh, spend week after week after week alone in their home with their spouse uh, before they retire. So, uh, lots of people are finding out they don't get along with their wife or husband nearly as much as they thought they did. Uh, but me and the wife, that's not
2: how retirement works. Retirement. When you're getting close to that age, you actually just trade in the wife for a newer, newer model.
1: Oh, no, I don't want to trade in my wife. I love her. I mean, that's a horrible thing to say. I'm starting to see why I'm starting to see why you're not married, sir. (laughs) I don't, I'm not quite sure if you have the right attitude on marriage.
2: I have the attitude that I am as committed as my options and I will continue to be that way until my options narrow down to where I have to deal with one person.
1: Uh, Well, at least you're honest about it. I'm not sure if that's uh, going to work out for you in the long run, but I I wish the best of it.
2: (laughs) It'll work out great. Like works out fine. Now, if I ever have to settle, I'll have to settle. Yeah, all right. That's cool. All
1: right. Hey, more power. I'll never judge somebody for how they want to live their life. My only judgments are on people uh, hurting each other. You know, as long that's and and that's true. I don't care what anybody does or how you live your life or how you want to work your real your reserve. Excuse me, relationships and such. As long as you're not hurting the other person, more power to you. That's the only rule. Or being a dirty fucking hippie. No, that's that's, no seriously. That's the only rule. Don't hurt anybody.
2: you, hippie. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> i'm not a hippie just because i played hacky sack 30 years ago jesus christ i wasn't a hippie i was a burnout i was barely Fuck a burnout
2: hippie ass nerd
1: hippie ass nerd there were no hippies in the 90s jesus christ man you know read a history book hippies are 60s and 70s man they're still hippies today well not there's real less hippies. of them <laughs> yeah the ones from the 60s and 70s they're like 80 now you know <laughs> there's no real That's- hippies anymore Pretty close to your generation. Pretty close to my generation. I was born in 1973, sir. <laughs> I am not yeah, the '60s generation.
2: That's still prime hippie time.
1: Prime that's hippie. hippie time.
2: That's hippie going into disco.
1: Okay, no, no, you're you're incorrect, sir. Have you ever seen a movie called Dazed and Confused?
2: Absolutely.
1: All right. Well, that's not even hippies, and that's before me. Okay. Oh, uh, God, what a great movie, though, isn't it?
2: And that's why, you know, I, I've taken a little bit of advice. I, I pushed it forward a little bit, but that's that's why I date college girls. I keep getting <laughs> older and they keep the same
1: age. Yes, they do. <laughs> Such a great movie. I, my wife watched it and she was like, you know, I was like, what'd you think about it? She goes, that was a good movie, but I'm not quite sure what it was about. I'm like, that's the point. It wasn't about anything. It was just about a, a, a random day in life for high school kids in the 70s. That's what made it such a great movie. Well,
2: it didn't have to be about anything. It was a documentary. Yeah,
1: Yeah. pretty much. Yeah. And so many people were in that movie before they got famous. I mean, you know, there's the obvious ones like uh, Ben Affleck and uh, that pretty chick whose name I can never pronounce. (laughs) Well, (laughs) considering considering
2: you can't pronounce your own friends' names, like that does not surprise me.
1: You're not going to help me out here on this one? I don't even know who you're talking about. Oh God, Maria! Oh, now I have to look it up. Jesus Christ! Uh, but you know, all kinds of other people. Uh, there's the was it Jason London or Jeremy London? They were twins. I can never remember which one was in uh, which one was it. Which one was in what movies? Uh, and he was almost going to be uh, famous for a half a second there uh, until he had all, like all kinds of uh, like real life issues that fucked up his career. Um, yeah, uh, Jason London was actually the uh, main character. Uh, I think his. I think his brother, he has, a, like, a twin brother that was in, uh, was that the guy in Mallrats, I think? But anyways, uh, yeah, so uh, as it turns out, Days and Confuse had a ton of uh, people that went on to be at least uh, semi-famous. Uh, Joey Lauren Adams, uh, which is the one of the cheerleader chicks in the movie. She went on to do Mallrats and Chasing Amy. Uh, Mila Jojo. Jo- <sighs> Jovovich Jovovich yeah I think that's right Milia Milia Jovovich who was in the fifth element she was in that movie um Adam Goldberg who did a couple movies as well I recognize that name he was in the movie and of course you know uh the most famous guy probably probably excuse me the one that you're quoting you can tell me who that is obviously nope no clue no clue do you not no, remember? You, you don't, uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey.
2: Uh, hey, you oh, actually pronounced it correctly. That's
1: right. Uh, that. Parker Parker Posey was actually in it as well, who uh, was great. And as I mentioned before, uh, Ben Affleck. It was a great movie. It just had a ton of uh, people before they hit it big. Um, and it's one of those movies that whenever people are like, "Oh, what kind of movies do you like?" That's one that you always throw out there. Uh, what about yourself? Like, if you're going to throw out a movie, people are like, "Hey, what kind of movies do you like?" What's one of your go-to's?
2: I said I don't sit around and watch movies all day like a fucking nerd.
1: Oh, well, yeah, but you've watched movies before in your life, right?
2: I have never seen a movie in my life.
1: You've never, never seen a movie in life. life. You're amazingly unhelpful. You know that? We have amazing here Grace say talking about uh, Caddyshack. That's a great movie as well. Um, I need to go back and watch that. I haven't seen it since I started working at a country club. So I imagine it would have a lot different meaning for me now than when I was like a teenager watching it, just appreciating the jokes and stuff.
2: I just um, figured since I was in Roadhouse, I didn't need to watch movies.
1: <laughs> People keep on calling you Dalton. I tell them that's incorrect. You have to call him Big Dalton because he's, you know, he's not. You didn't think he'd be bigger. <laughs> he's Get it? No. That one, like, that one died to death. No? Okay, Big Dalton. We'll, we'll work with it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, right, right. All right. Well, I mean, crap. I know we got other stuff to talk about, but it's coming. That's uh, not coming to me. How about you, people uh, in the uh, chat box? You got anything you want to talk about today? I know I'm not supposed to ask you guys for topics. It's unprofessional and all that good stuff. But improfessional is actually not a word. So we're good, right?
2: Yeah, it might be unprofessional <laughs> slightly.
1: Yeah, that too, right? <laughs>
2: so yeah. So while we're no, thinking about that, so yeah, did you know that you can actually take some uh, swimming classes? During the uh, quarantine here? Really? That seems yeah, there's like an instructor out there that'll do uh remote swimming lessons
1: for Oh, you. remote swimming lessons. I, I was about to say that it seems like a horribly bad idea. Really, are really a uh, remote swimming lesson. How's that gonna work out? So you
2: just go ahead and get in either your like white trash pool or like a, a swimming tub, and you just go ahead and, you know, connect via the internet to this guy and he'll he'll help you swimming.
1: Really? Huh. I mean, I suppose theoretically speaking, it works just as well as any other uh, swimming coach, unless you drowned. But, <laughs> but I mean, I'm not sure if that'd be something I'd be partaking with. I only have a, a kiddie pool. I mean, not even a kiddie pool. It's like a little, little, tiny, tiny, tiny pool for my dogs, which they don't even like. It, as it turns out, they're not water dogs. Yeah, you know? but that's not important. What is important is Amazing Gracie's uh, macho man impersonation.
0: Well, hello there, Jay. How are you tonight? Uh, Holy shit,
1: it's the Macho
0: Dalton's Man. Dalton still I... on the line here? Is Dalton, Dalton here on the line? I want to know what Dalton is here.
1: Dalton he is, is, is here. Big
0: Dalton. Big Dalton. How are you? Never underestimate your opponent. Expect the unexpected. Listen here, Jay. Jay, I never do, okay? I never underestimate my opponents. I never have. Not Hulk Hogan, not the ultimate warrior, and for damn sure not, Big Dalton.
1: (laughs) Holy shit. I never thought we'd have the actual macho man.
0: I don't know what to say. This is amazing. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something, Jay. I've been listening to the OG podcast, Neil, for 20 days, and it's complete garbage, and it's all your damn fault. <laughs> I'm sorry. About <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: I'm going to try harder. I really am. I, you know, do you have any advice? Okay, on how all better? right.
0: Listen, let me... Yeah, let me give you a little bit of advice here, buddy, okay? First thing you need to do is you need to slap into a Slim gym, okay? Yeah. Then you need to grab your damn snow shovel, and you need to get out there and snow shovel your driveway. That'll put a little bit of meat on your bones, you know what I'm saying? And then you need to take a little bit of advice from the boys in the old chat box who are bringing the knowledge and the wisdom every single day, Jay. You need to prepare. You need to... To prepare.
1: <laughs> well god damn. I'm gonna prepare. I'm gonna get right out there. I'm gonna go outside and hope for snow. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be out there with my
0: shovel, yelling at the sky. You know, snow motherfucker yeah you need to buddy get out there now and what you need to do before tomorrow night's show is you need to write down a bunch of topics okay think of it as your big time moment on tv yeah. so get up there with your pen and your pad okay and you write some ideas down with you and big dalton in mind and the og in mind and and do your damn job for the first time jay god damn i gotta go
1: okay thank you macho man i i appreciate the advice and uh well, crap. Uh, call back anytime, ladies and gentlemen. The Macho oh, Man. Oh, do that, G. You be good now. I'll take
0: you all. Take care now, OG. I love you.
1: <laughs> well, wasn't that just a slice of gold, La- that was, ladies and, ge- ladies and that gentlemen? The Macho the Man. was
2: the tower of power, too sweet to be sour. He was funky like a monkey. Oh yeah.
1: Damn. And I thought I did a good macho man. I can do a macho man for about three seconds before my voice breaks. That was amazing, sir. You When you said you had a macho man impersonation, you were fucking serious. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean... Now, I feel bad because I don't have any more topics. And Macho Man just told me that I needed to. So let's go over the OG. You know, let's do something that we always said we were going to do. We're supposed to take topics straight from the OG headlines, from all the different threads. And we very rarely do that. Mostly we get caught up in our own inane bullshit and we don't pay attention to what the show is supposed to be about. You guys, your threads, your topics, what you guys talk about. Um, so let's take a look. Well, let's see. Is there Some anything
2: the- worthwhile out there? I, I probably see, let's see, politics. Right. Covid, well,
1: Trump. Well, let, well, let's just go through it. Politics.
2: Hey, the the guy that thinks calzones are better than pizza is starting a garden.
1: Oh, nah. <laughs> well, I mean, but that's some of our topics. I'm growing fruit, fruits and vegetables in a potted garden. That's one of the more um, mellow uh, OG threads, to say the least. Uh, Democrats. Blah, blah, what's, I, your, what's your favorite uh, fruit, no. passive
2: Jack? And why um, is it a banana?
1: Why is it a banana? I like bananas, but if you if you pin me down on my favorite fruit. Probably pineapple. Pineapple's delicious.
2: Besides bananas, right? It's like you yeah. got oh, no get idea. used to that motion. No. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Bananas are good, actually. I try to eat a banana, banana every day. They're supposed to be uh, excellent for you. And they're more filling than some uh, fruits and stuff. Uh, but uh, probably pineapple. Pineapple's good. I'm not a huge fruit person because uh, uh, even though it's natural sugars, I know it has a lot of sugars in it. So, uh, yeah, you don't want to eat too much of it. Uh, what about yourself? I know you're a big, uh, healthy guy. I'm sure you eat a lot of fruit.
2: Well, being that I'm black, I like watermelon. Uh, <laughs> don't mind like mango an apple a day.
1: I'm not sure if I've had, yo, I'm sure you want know no, I was about to say, I'm not sure if I've had mango as, uh, as other than the, the daiquiri flavor, but uh, I forgot that we get fruit plates at work all the time. So I'm sure I've had mango in there along with all the other different types of fruits uh, mixed in. You are the fruit fruits are very pop- fruit plates are very popular at work um it's one it's a popular thing for the ladies to order when they're having lunch or you know or playing tennis or something like that mm-hmm. throw out a fruit plate or or a, lo- a big thing they'll do is like they'll do like half of a melon with a scoop of uh, tuna fish on top of it or something like that that sounds
2: disgusting
1: yeah well yeah, yeah yeah it doesn't have to be tuna fish there's they have like a couple different scoops of stuff like that think like, like they have chicken salad or um A couple other things that they can have as well. There's all kinds of healthy choices at our country club. It's very trendy to be healthy, which makes sense. You would think uh, rich people would be way more concerned about their health than their average person because, you know, they want to die less. (laughs) So, and and from what I understand, it's, it's more expensive to eat healthy. It's cheaper to eat like shit for the most part.
2: Yeah, it depends.
1: Yeah, but so they have all kinds of crazy salads with all kinds of crazy things and crazy things in it rather Uh, like the, for example, sometimes the servers will uh, bring me uh, food. Um, They'll order food that the the portions are too big for them. So they'll bring me part of it or they're about to leave, but they still get their email. So they order something and give it to me and then leave. Uh, Servers get to order off the menu because they're busy during the employee menu. Excuse me, uh, during the employee meal. So they get to the order off the menu rather than eating uh, downstairs, off out of the trough, as we like to call it, with everyone else. Um, and occasionally, like one of the servers will give me her sal- a half of her salad. And sometimes it's a good salad, and sometimes she orders crazy salads of stuff like raisins and grapes and fruit and shit. And I'm not, I'm not about fruit in my salad. That's just wrong. Lettuce and like raisins and grapes shouldn't be in the same place together.
2: No, like if I'm gonna have a salad, number one, it's gotta have enough meat.
1: Oh, we lost you. He was, he started talking about meat and lost his mind, which is not unusual because we all know uh, Ryan has issues concerning meat. D- did you hang up on me? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was talking shit about you. I, I said You're you would. I said you had a meat. You had a meat issue apparently.
2: No, no, not at all. I was talking about salad, which apparently was enough to get kicked off the air. being that salads is for pussies, but if I'm going to have a salad, it's just saying it has to have enough meat to kind of cancel out the lettuce, but you know, some sort of greens, a lot of meat, you know, maybe some like freshly grated Parmesan, a little bit hot sauce, and then you're okay.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, so, so you're seeing barely a salad at that point, which I'm the same way, you know, to me, a salad that has like got to have some like uh, ham or turkey in it. Uh, I'm a big fan of blue cheese dressing, which is probably really, really bad for you. Um, yeah, blue cheese is for fucking nerds. Blue cheese. God, where'd you come up with this shit? i have I'm t- I, for one thing, I don't know if nerds have a particular salad dressing that they prefer in general. Anyways, and what and I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be blue cheese. I mean, I, wouldn't it be ranch? Wouldn't nerd be ranch? No, it's blue cheese. <laughs> oh, oh, you make me sick, dude.
2: <laughs> no, oh. your genetics make you sick.
1: That's very true. Um, but they have all kinds of crazy uh, salads like that at work, uh, trying to be healthy and such. Lots of fish, too. Apparently, fish is very popular. I mean, like uh, on a random menu, like four or five different types of fish. Like, you'll, uh, on our Sunday menus, they have a limited menu during the off season instead of the full one. Um, and like the selections will be four or five different types of fish, uh, like Michigan whitefish and then like uh, Chilean sea bass. Or uh, swordfish is popular. Just a lot of fish. I guess fish in general is healthy, so they they're big fans of it.
2: Yeah, fish is for for white people, and that's about it.
1: You are out of your goddamn mind, sir. You clearly do not know black culture. Black people love fish, dude. <laughs> there is, I mean, go to go to any uh, um, uh, shop in the ghetto, and there will be frying fish up, dude.
2: Yeah, but you're talking about like the ghetto in Michigan. That's like, that's not even really like true black people. (laughs) That's not
1: really true. Most uh, black people in Michigan, uh, well, they're all from Michigan now, but most of their families are originally from the South. So there's a very large, uh, so it's still a lot of the same Southern traditions. So when you, when you think Southern people food uh, in Michigan, black people food's the same, you know, uh, a lot, like I said, uh, catfish is popular, all kinds of different fish, uh, white fish, uh, but it's all fried up and battered and shit. Like uh, when I got the uh, deep fried uh, lobsters from that place, they had all kinds of different fish for sale.
2: Yeah. But again, that wasn't actually
1: lobster. It was lobster. It was delicious, man. You have not lived life until you had a deep fried lobster tail.
2: No, like because no one's gonna waste a lobster tail by deep frying it. Dude, we're talking
1: <laughs> it's not like they're an endangered species. The lobster tail costs seven bucks. Even if it would have been a waste, it you know, it was only seven bucks.
2: Yeah, which means it wasn't actual lobster tail.
1: Wasn't actual lobster tail. All right, man. I'm gonna have to make you try one of these. You're gonna have to come to Michigan and have a, a deep fried lobster tail at some point.
2: Number one, the chances of me going to Michigan are probably slim to none. Number two <laughs> I don't really do seafood at all, anyway. So that's gonna get even further toward the none side of slim to none.
1: Really, you don't do seafood at all. Uh, I don't like fish in general, but I like almost all other types of seafood. Uh, like, I love crab and shrimp and lobster and such, but never no, so animals fish.
2: I, like I said, I grew up in the in the Midwest. Like, there's not a lot of good like fresh fish there anyway. Mm. So any sort of seafood or anything you get like while you're developing your taste as a human like, isn't going to be the best anyway. So like what I get used to is like beef and like Buffalo and pork and elk, like stuff like that.
1: All right. Well, let me end the show on everyone saying I'm crazy and they hate me. I'm tired of bacon. I'm just I'm just tired of it. I don't I'm tired of it on everything. When I try it now, it isn't the delicious product that I remember uh, in my memories. It, I'm just tired of it. Fucking, I'm done with bacon. I could never eat bacon anymore. It wouldn't bother me anymore.
2: I'll put it this way: I'm over throwing bacon on everything unless you cook the bacon perfectly.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it, that is a big part of it because the bacon has to be just right. Uh, it's you know all this bacon over being over baconated has made me a bacon snob, and I want almost none of it now.
2: Well, it's like that's one of the only reasons that Five Guys is pretty good. It's like they actually cook bacon correctly. Mm-hmm. Like, other than that, they would just be vastly overpriced average burgers.
1: Right, right. Uh, you know, and uh, and honestly, part of the problem is I, bacon just used to be bacon, which I'm obviously I'm a big fan of bacon. Who isn't? All the bacon I'm running into now have all these weird hickory flavors and, you know, uh, and, sugar smoked and it doesn't taste right. I just want regular bacon flavor. Is Am I the only one that's uh, running into like fucking new age bacon?
2: You don't like bacon IPAs?
1: No, I don't like bacon IPAs. Just give me regular bacon. Um. So okay, well that was it. (laughs) I managed to alienate our entire audience before the end of the show, so mission accomplished. (laughs) Just had to go and
2: piss everyone off right before we sign off.
1: Yeah, yeah. Numbers are going to be
2: down for tomorrow, and I'm going to be even further from a White Claw sponsorship.
1: Yeah, well, what what are we going to do? Well, you know, we can only do so much. Uh, (laughs) Remember, folks, as always, you can give us a call. Uh, It doesn't have to be about the current topic, it could be about anything at all. We always appreciate the uh, company here on the show. Um, We're going to be back tomorrow at 6 p.m., whether you like it or not. So you might as well get used to that shit. (laughs) Uh, That's Ryan over there. Say goodbye, Ryan.
2: No, and you need to get your shit together. The Macho Man ordered it.
1: All right. Tomorrow will be a Macho Man-inspired show. Um, I'm going to try to snap into it because I'm going to have you guys for 60 minutes, 60 minutes of playtime. See, I'm not as good as him.
2: <laughs> no, that was just shit horrible.
1: I know. All right. Well, we will see you guys tomorrow, 6 p.m. i um, Passive J, That's Ryan over there. You guys have a great night. See you tomorrow.
0: Screw you, hippie!